Welcome to the Pretty and Purpose Podcast, where we remind you that your pretty is beyond what the eyes can see, and your purpose is your ultimate destiny. We must fix each other's crowns because sometimes, girl, they be raggedy. (laughs) This is Celeste, Maya, and this is Jess. Welcome back, Posse. Hey, Posse. Welcome, welcome. Oh, yeah. Last week. <laughs> Go on, Celeste. Last week. I, I, was, I don't even remember what we talked about, actually. No. <laughs> I was going to say we talked about protecting Black women, but that was not last week. <laughs> no, we, let me tell y'all, we got to get our minds right this morning. No, last week we talked about, um, was it generational habits? No, it was slight offenses. Subtle offenses. That is what we talked about. Same thing. that's it when people say little sly stuff out of their mouths and it is offensive but they may or may not know that it's offensive um has anyone offended you all this week or have you all been offensive unknowingly or knowingly (laughs) no but I heard somebody say yesterday oh you look cute today and I was just like "Mm, today Today. Is it today or because <laughs> right. you normally don't, but today, right? <laughs> I haven't, I try not to be subtly offensive to anyone, but you never know. Sometimes you are, you don't even realize you were. Yeah, Very true. Well, good. At least we, and I mean, I think we're in for the most part, like we're not out as much as before, exactly. So. <laughs> It, well, uh, I mean, things are shutting back down, so we're about to be in, in, for mm-hmm. real. So, let's get into it, ladies. We are going to start off, as we start off every podcast, with our royal moment. And our royal moment is a time where we salute some queens doing some amazing things. Um, so, Celeste has our royal moment for today. Yes, so today's royal moment goes out to first and foremost to our new vice president. Um, but also just all of the amazing black female leaders that have um, sort of changed the trajectory of history. Um, politics aside, I think it's important to note like how historic this moment is. Um, we have, besides Kamala Harris, who is now in office, but I know um, Stacey Abrams, who previously ran for governor, I believe, of Georgia, um, she, you know, really made waves down in Georgia and got a lot of people out to vote and registered to vote. Um, and that's what it sounds like. That's what sort of changed the tides in Georgia. Yep, it yep. flipped the state. Um, this has definitely been a historic week in terms of politics. So many Black women or, and Black people in general uh, making it out to vote and making a difference. And especially with the Stacey Abrams story, it was amazing to see that somebody who she ended up losing said, she hit him with the, all right, bet. Now watch me work. Because she <laughs> came back, she lost the race um, to the Republican because they had suppressed voters and had taken away a lot of the people who were going to vote for her, they didn't count those votes. So she hit them with the, all right, bet. Got all these people out to vote and she started the Fair Fight Act, which helped them um, or helped suppress voters to be able to vote in this election. And that's what ended up flipping the state blue. Yeah, so um, definitely shout out to all of them for changing the trajectory. Like it just, empowered so many black women um and uh black girls to see kamala like i saw so many memes and stuff that had like black girls either watching her give her speech or like um that little reflection picture that had like a reflection of a young black girl and then it had a picture of her and it just shows you know although politics um in the past and even currently is filled with white men majority but we're out here making waves that's huge this is definitely, it's, it's, it's amazing to be alive, to be a part of this history. You know, like when you're in school, you don't realize like, or, you know, you're reading history books, but you're creating history in the present. So this is just a huge moment that will be down in the history books for our children and right. our children's children to read about 
Celeste, so. I think about that all the time, like how we read history books. And it's still surreal to me being in this day and age. One, we, you know, saw the first Black president, first um, Black female vice president. But even just being in COVID, like, y'all, we are really in a pandemic. Like, we're yes. walking around with masks on. Schools <laughs> are not in the building. Like, I, it's surreal. This is lit- every single time that this is our lives and it's really our kids reading about this (laughs) yep that's what I was going to say it's really going to be in history books just like the Spanish flu pandemic Mm -hmm. and you know Ebola and all that kind of stuff like literally we're living history like as we speak yes when we when we 80 people gonna want to interview us about (laughs) what it was like living during COVID like isn't that crazy it's crazy yeah and speaking of history, I don't know about you guys, but I had watched CNN like morning, noon, night, middle <laughs> of the night. Like I was so tuned into CNN, just waiting for all the votes to be counted, which that was also historic. The fact that it took so long to announce the next president. <laughs> um, but while I was watching CNN, I also noticed that there was a young black girl on there, Abby Phillip. And come to find out, she's from our area. She's from Maryland. So oh, it was okay. powerful to see to see us represented so well. And yes. I almost cried once they announced who the winner was. Oh, <laughs> this this is beautiful. <laughs> yes. Like I said, politics aside, I think this is just a powerful moment. It's also um, the most number of people, like the most number of voters in history. Mm-hmm. So again, I don't care who you voted for that's a big deal like people are finally exercising their rights you know um women did not always have the right African Americans did not always have the right so for everyone to really be you know exercising their right to vote that's 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 huge so shout out to all of our wonderful women and black women in politics yeah all right, so moving right along, we are going to go um, into our sis second. And our sis second is a time where we fix those raggedy crowns. Raggedy. And raggedy. <laughs> around the town. So Jess has a sis second for us today. So this week's sis second. Okay. I know I said that we've been in the house, but... I've been in these streets and I took a flight to Florida. Yeah, <laughs> I've been in these streets. <laughs> I was lucky enough to get in the second row. So I didn't have to wait for everybody trying to get out the plane. So I get out the plane and the only people, it, there were only two people ahead of me. One of them was an older gentleman who was walking to a wheelchair. And the other person was the lady who sat on my row. And she was kind of like hopping along. I had no idea that she was uh, disabled in any way when I was sitting next to her. I had no idea. So when she was walking in front of me, I was like, oh, like she she's trying to get to the second wheelchair. So, you know, I'm taking my time, making sure she gets there safely, that she doesn't fall or anything like that because she was by herself. And there was a lady behind me who goes, oh, I mean, can we can we go taking so long just go around and I'm like really? I turned around to look to see who she was talking to and then I realized there's nobody else in front of me other than these two people who are trying to get to a wheelchair and I'm like oh she's talking to me so I turned back around like you talking to me and she's like oh oh no no I I, I wasn't oh no sorry and then I keep walking up the ramp and I was like she's really talking to me like ma'am <laughs> how rude can you be to like, do you want me to roll over top of them to get to you? I mean, so that you can get to your bag faster. Oh, needless to say, she's getting this this second for being so impatient. Like, I don't, I don't know what you want me to do here. I'm not holding up the plane. Everybody else is still on the plane. We just happen to be sitting in the front. Yeah. Planes are like, I had to explain that to my husband when we, you know, started traveling together years ago, like, bruh, you got to bring your utmost patience when you get on planes. Like you cannot, especially if you enroll 20,000, because (laughs) it's going to take time. First of all, you know, when they park, they don't just 
pop the door open. It's not like a car. Like, you don't just pop the door open no. and hop out. Like, no, bro. Like, we got to, it's a whole procedure. And then they open the door. Then people grabbing a bag. And people are slow. But you do have, <laughs> like you said, some elderly or disabled people who need a little bit more time to get off the plane. So it's like, you have to be patient. Like, just chill. Chill. And I think people don't realize that those people who need, who are like wheelchair people, they are the ones sitting up front because they board first. <laughs> I was about to say okay. Southwest, like they board at a whole different time than like everyone else. Exactly, because they need more time to board. So those are the people who are sitting up front, sitting closer to the door so that they can get off first. Now, right. if you and get in row 50, you cannot be the second person off the plane talking about move. No, no, you cannot. Stay back there. People, yeah, plane. Oh, wait, wait, Jess, you were talking about on getting off the plane. Yes, we were Not getting off the plane. Off. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. So that, that I thought that you meant when they were trying to get on. Getting no, off. we're getting off. Like, they're yeah, hopping <laughs> along off the plane. Not only that, but we have been sitting for at least an hour. Like, nobody's moving. Because you can't, you can't get up on a plane, especially not during COVID. Even if you have to go to the bathroom, it's like, eh, you might want to sit this one out. <laughs> but, you know, I'm healthy, so to say. I mean, <laughs> and even when say, I... Yes. <laughs> huh? You say you're healthy, like, so to speak. What you mean? You got a little cold here and there? No, 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 oh. no, no. But I'm saying, like, when I get up, like, even my bones hurt sometimes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get what you mean. <laughs> so it's right. only a matter, like, if you have some type of arthritis, if you're older, like, I mean, I'm young and my bones hurt. So you, you got to stretch it out sometimes. Like, don't rush these people. Take your time. Yeah. Your bag is going, first of all, your bag was not even there when we got to the conveyor belt because you're number two, getting or you're number three, four, getting off the plane. Your right. bag is not going to get there until row 50. That's what I'm saying. Like, people just don't, like, it's a whole process at the airport, and it's no speeding it up at all. Like, it, it's just not. So you have to just be in no rush. And have all of the patients, the patients of a, uh, what's they say? What's it? Who got patients? Joe, Joe, Joe got patients. <laughs> all of that. All of that. So, just uh, a second to you, man. All right. So, we moving along. Yes. Just have patience. Because the girl at JCPenney the other day didn't have patience, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> y'all know, though, because um, she had an attitude like, man, there's nobody in line, like, bring this stuff up. And I asked her again what the total was because I couldn't hear her under her mask. And then she like breaks it down like I'm not, you know. And my mother was kind of like looking at me like, Lord, please don't say nothing. I said, Ma, don't worry, it's the Lord. I just kept saying it, Ma, don't worry, it's the Lord. So as we were leaving out, she was like, it was the Lord keeping you from saying something. I said, absolutely, because she had an <laughs> But anyway, I just want to say, do y'all know that bags are five cents everywhere now? Yeah, the state of Maryland. The state of Maryland, uh, well, um, it used to be just like Montgomery County or something. You have to pay for your bags. But I do believe... Were you in Baltimore County, Maya? Well, first we or were... Columbia. Because we Columbia, Columbia charges. We were in Columbia. Yeah, Columbia now. Oh. Harford, I think it's Harford County now charges well, for Howard bags. Howard County. Howard County? That's Howard. Howard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely Howard. Like, because we were, we were from... We were in Carter's and then JCPenney and Walmart. And I'm like, these are three total different, like places and they're all charging yeah they um that's I, like you said it's howard county um that now charges for bays like it like like montgomery county but see if you all were green green at heart like me you oh, would be here we go using your that's right i have a whole container of reusable bags in my trunk and when i don't have them i am infuriated okay? <laughs> I just didn't even know it was a thing. I'm like, oh, this is a thing. Yeah. But now I'm glad I know that it's just the different counties that you go to. Because I saw people yeah. leaving Walmart with all these groceries that didn't have a single um, bag. And I'm like, this man, don't you know how they have to look at your receipt when you're leaving Walmart? Like, he did not check for all those items. So people have <laughs> to do their thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Maya. You also said something um, about the people 
when you can't hear them under their mask. I want to throw a second, sis second, bro second out to those people who mumble under their mask. Like, we already can't hear you. And now you have this mask added. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Yeah. I did it intentionally. Yet Last night, I did it intentionally. Because the girl was getting on my nerves because she got smart. And so I mumbled when she asked me something. And I mumbled the answer so she couldn't really hear me. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Subtle offenses. Celeste, you are guilty. <laughs> oh, well, good. <laughs> she was rude first, though. She said, well, good. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. all right sorry y'all we went off on a tangent a little bit but i just needed to get that off my chest so today we are going to um get into our topic which is celeste can you tell the people what it is today's topic is have more than you show and speak less than you know oh uh, like that mm. yeah <laughs> All right, so let's just get right into it, Jess. So have more than you show, speak less than you know. How has that shown up in your journey? It shows up every day in my struggle. (laughs) (laughs) I second that, Jess. So on today's segment of Where is Jess P? So, you know, I have this struggle because I always want to be helpful. And I'm not sure if... I talked about this on the previous episodes of the podcast, but I had this situation where I was trying to help a friend out because I had some information that would affect that person. And I gave them the information because I felt like that they would do the same thing for me. And it was not received the way that I had intended it to be received. And now it has kind of severed the relationship. So I was talking to my therapist about it and he's very solution oriented. And he was like, okay, so what's the solution? And I was like, okay, mind my business. <laughs> the solution for real, say less. So even if I have information or if I know something, I'm just going to say less. I'm not going to, I'm going to mind my business. Mind my business because. I think we talked about that before because, um, I, I, oh, in our honesty episode, I have had situations where, you know, someone has requested my honesty or, you know, or even if someone asks for your honest opinion, and then it's like, I don't know what to do here because you are asking for honesty. You want me to tell you what I know or either my opinion or something like that. But then when you receive the information, you don't appreciate what you receive. So it's like, you know, should you just err on the side of caution err on the side of say less and you know say oh I don't know pretend to be like I don't know you know I'm not sure it's kind of like a rock in the hard place because even if you be like oh I don't know then they come back when they find out that you did know and then it's like but you knew and you didn't say anything look yeah not my situation And I think that was the other thing that my therapist was saying. He was like, um, don't give your your feedback unless they ask for your opinion. And I said, no, how about this? I'm not giving my feedback, my opinion, anything, even if they ask for it. I'm just going to say less. And as a matter of fact. It's hard when you, it's hard when people ask for your opinion, because to me, it's like, well, you, well, you open in a can. So you, you're asking me for a reason, but if, it's like, okay, should I only share my opinion when it's something positive or supportive or, and you know, and keep the negative or not so supportive opinion to yourself? Or do you just say what they want? Like if they want you to, they want to know your opinion, your honest opinion, well, then you just tell them. But I think, and it's also in how you say it, right? Like if you think I don't, if I say, how do I look at these leggings? And you'd be like, oh. <laughs> you know, it's a way to say, you can say, um, I think I the other leggings a little bit better I get what that means like I'm you don't have to yeah yeah it's all in how you say it I um um so we were doing debates in my public speaking class and so um I was teaching them about persuasive speeches and so um there's like three different type of propositions for persuasive speeches so we were looking at um one about value and so Um, It was telling a lie to protect someone's feelings is better than telling the truth. So I had them, whether they agree or disagree, and then they had to um, 
choose like a side. Well, they had to choose a side and then I was going to have people debate on it. But no one in the class chose, said that they agree with that. Like everybody in the class agreed with like, you should always tell the truth. So we ended up having to do a whole different topic, but I'm like, people lie all the time to protect feelings. People say that they want the truth, but then when you give them the truth, it's like, oh, then you're wrong because you gave them the truth and it's uncomfortable and nobody really wants to deal with that discomfort yeah yeah so even if I mean I say I I hear y'all when y'all say it's about how you deliver it I think it also depends on the topic and how close it is to their heart but also that's a good point Jess but also your relationship with it. It's so many factors to consider. And that's why in the heat of the moment, sometimes we might say more than we should and, you know, make a mistake and say something we shouldn't because it's so many things you need to consider. Like if that's your, like, for example, in my my household, if I ask my husband something, he's going to give me the blatant honest truth because I know, you know, and that's cool because I know you're just, you're saying it out of love. I know you're not being malicious or, you know, trying to hurt me. But if it's somebody who is not as close to me that might, you might ask them of their opinion or they might say something to you that might rub you the wrong way. Even if they said the same exact thing my husband said, it's different because it's come, it's from the, who they're, it's who it's, who it's coming from. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, And that's, <laughs> which is funny because, I was telling my students how when I was in school, I would learn about different theories and stuff and I would then apply them to everyday life. Oh, that's a, a that's misplaced anger. That's displaced anger, right? Mm-hmm. So just thinking about what you just said um, and it depends on who it comes from. When talking about persuasive speeches like that, like there's a whole thing about credibility. Like, so if I believe in that person and what they say and then depending on their relationship to me, then I'm more likely to take heed to what they say. But if I don't have yep. that type of relationship with that person, like, no like where are you coming from maybe you're being malicious right so you don't you don't value what they say as much definitely yeah that's a good point too now I also had a situation this week where (laughs) someone asked my opinion and I was just standing there like I am not I'm having a whole conversation in my head like I am not about to enter into this family feud it has nothing to do with me I don't want any parts of this do not pour this into my cup. <laughs> I don't want it. My cup's full. I don't want it. <laughs> Even though she was asking for my opinion. No, thank you. I'll say less. Because mm-hmm. I've learned my lesson. I'm trying not to say too much because I don't want to get into my CB, my, my CB secret section. Well, are you so. ready? You done, Jess? Uh, oh, I have one more. Okay, so the other part of the topic... Um, <laughs> What is it? Have Have more than you show? Yeah. So I'm one of those people that I like to play my cards close because I don't know which way things are going to turn. So there are some things that I'm holding that I just, I can't show yet. Can't show it yet. Why would you say that you're not showing it? Is it because you don't know how other people will react? Or is it because if it doesn't go through, you don't want to be embarrassed? Or like, why would you, what, what is your reason why you don't show your cards? Um, more so, I don't I don't want to jinx it. It's more mm-hmm. personal than dealing with what other people, because there are some people who do know, and some of the reactions have been like, oh, that's cool. Right. <laughs> and the others have been like, woo! But um, it's more so for me, because I know that anything can happen. Right. It's more personal yeah. than anything. Okay. All right. So that's all I have. We can get into CB secrets now. All right, so let's go on. Tell us about your CB secret. Alrighty, on today's segment of CB secret, um, I've, I have to say, speak less than you know and have less than you show or whichever way we said it. That is literally my motto for my life. I feel like I have been in situations where I spoke too fast, like you said, Jess, or showed more than what I should have. And it, I guess, you know, depending upon the person, it didn't always, it wasn't always either received the same or that person wasn't happy for me or excited or whatever. Or they looked at it like, oh, you think, you know, you know how us ladies can be sometimes. (laughs) So 
that is literally my motto for my life. But sometimes for people who like I have new relationships with, so like maybe a new coworker or a new business associate or something like that, when I don't show certain things or share certain things, they're like, well, why wouldn't you share that? Like, why wouldn't you tell us that, you know, whatever exciting thing happened in your life? And for me, it's like, well, because I've been burnt so many times with people saying like, oh, you think you this, or you think you that. So I don't, that's not the image I'm trying to portray. That's not the vibe I want to give off. Yeah. And so I then, and I talked to one of my really close friends about this because she's like, why do we do this? Like we lower ourselves, like we put a, we make ourselves less than when it, when it's our achievements or our accomplishments. Like a lot of people don't even know I have a master's degree. Why? Because I just don't walk around saying, not in a yeah, boastful way. Oh, yeah, yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> we all have a master's degree. Uh, yeah, flip. Wait a minute with the hair flip. degrees. <laughs> with the hair flip. So, but that's the thing. Like a lot of people don't know things about me um, because I, I don't know the right word, but I. Do y'all know what I'm trying to say? You humble like, yourself, and you, you, you about humility. To, you're about to step into my moment, so I ain't gonna get ah! into it, but. Okay. Yeah, absolutely right. I definitely think though it's based on um, your personal experiences because I do hear people say, you know, certain things. Um, like for example, if um, someone's pregnant, I'd be thinking like, would I really be able to wait three months before telling people? But a lot of people don't say anything because they're like, oh, I don't want to jinx it. I don't know what's going to happen the first three months. And for me, I'm like, I'm going to be pregnant day one. Like, oh my God. I mean, <laughs> happy day one. Like, oh my gosh, you know. So I think- I think that's different though. You think that's different, Jess? I think pregnancy is different though. People wait three months because you're out of the water. Like those are the most risky months. I know, but I don't even think that I would think like that. And, and I, I don't right. know why people think like that. Is it because they've heard other people like, wait that amount of time or they know like oh maybe like they may not have even experienced a miscarriage but because they've heard you know then they you know what I mean like I don't, I don't yeah know. yeah but I get what you're saying though because it's a happy moment just like anything else you accomplish or achieve in your life and it's like well why I, like you said it's a little different because I think people do it for the medical reason like right, hoping yeah. that nothing happens but also like we should be like my parents, my parents knew about my pregnancy when I was eight weeks and my in-laws as well. So I did, did tell them, out? I'm sorry. How far along were you when you found out? Uh, week two, week three. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I was like, hold up. Okay. Something ain't, let me go take this pregnancy test because you know. I mean, but it, we were trying. So it's not right. like it was like, oh, shoot. It was like, oh, okay, maybe I should take this pregnancy test. Because yeah. maybe. So that was cool. And I actually didn't tell my husband at the time right away either. What? I don't know. I wanted him to be my little secret. Oh. <laughs> but my acupuncturist, actually, she was like, so wait a minute. You five weeks and you told me before you told your husband. And I was like. Yeah, you're right. She was like, "Go, girl, go home and tell your husband." <laughs> at the fact that Celeste has an acupuncturist. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, I guess you know, I don't know what the healthy balance is because, it, or maybe the answer is, don't worry about what other people think. You know, I can I concern myself so much about how other people are going to react to what I say. Oh that I then dampen myself. Like someone will say, you know, they'll be like, well, this just happened to me the other week when I bought my new car. I didn't tell anyone. I think Maya, you had seen something on social media. Oh, you saw that I saved, what, what's the commercial? I saved $300 by changing, switching yeah, to Geico. And I knew that you were looking into getting it. So yes, I right. knew. <laughs> Is that why you made that joke the other day? Yes. Oh, I didn't know it was cause you, <laughs> I didn't Which know because you got a new car. That's an interesting, you know, other, someone had approached me and was like, oh my gosh, you had a new car. It's so nice. Why didn't you tell me? Like, I talk to you every day. Why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, well, because one, I don't want to give off a vibe that I'm bragging yes. or that 
I'm being boastful yes. when it's not even that. It's just it, it. I guess it's it's all in the. It's so many things that go into the show. So that's why I'm struggling because it's like it's not only how you say it. It's a, it's about the conversation that it comes up in. Like if we talk about, you know, I don't I don't even know a good example. And then you but just it was in there out the blue. It might come out being boastful, but right. also it's about the person receiving the information. If it's somebody who already looks at me like, oh, she thinks she this, then they're going yep. to receive it that way. Yep. But if it's people like you and um, Jess, Maya and Jess, you two, you all wouldn't receive it that way because you don't see me that way. Right. So you all, your reaction would be totally different than someone who sees me in that light, if that makes sense. I got you. Yes. Yes, don't, yes, don't let me forget. Go on, Jess, go. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, so I feel like it only comes across as bragging if the person has less than you or mm. who cannot get what you have. Then it's like, oh, she thinks she's too good. Because anybody else, like, if you want it that bad, go out and get it. Like, if not, right. just clap for me. Come on now. Yeah. So, so two things, Jess taught me a life lesson that she never even knew that she taught me when we were probably in maybe sixth grade or I don't even know where we were, but she was coming to my house and her mother was about to pick her up and her mother pulled up in this brand new BMW and I was like, oh my gosh, Jess, like your mother got a new car. I was like, you didn't even say nothing. And Jess was like, like, it wasn't a big deal to her. Like for me, like that would have been a big deal. Like, oh my gosh, like, yes, my mother got this new BMW, da, da, da. not in a bragging sense, but I think I would have been right. excited about it. And Jess was just like, oh. And I it's was not that serious. I'm like, oh, okay. Like she just wasn't pressed about it at all. Um, and so, yeah, so I like, I still remember that to this day. I remember pulling up and being excited and Jess wasn't pressed at all. And I was like, oh. <laughs> not really a big deal and um the second thing I wanted to say same thing Celeste when I got my new car I didn't want it to come off in any type of way so when the car dealer wanted to take a picture and stuff and post it I'm like don't tag me like I don't want and some people saw it on his page and like um responded to me like oh you got a new car you got and it was just like I just didn't want people to feel like I was bragging and so when I saw like some other people who had gotten new cards and that, like they posted it and things like that. I didn't look at look at it as them bragging about it, but I'm like, I don't know why I felt that way. Like, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think, and like for me, it goes across the board in my life. Like when I, um, you know, got a job at the federal government, to me, that's a huge deal. But not, I didn't want people around me to feel like I was like, thought I was like oh girl she she worked at the federal government so she like I I didn't want all of that so I didn't make a big deal out of it and then like I said I don't go around running down my whole resume that's why a lot of people don't know some of the things I've accomplished but it's like why do we do that why do we put ourselves lower ourselves? It, it, humbleness is one thing being humble that's cool I'm totally on board with being humble but I'm in a whole different space where I literally say way less than I know and I definitely don't show barely what I have you know what I'm saying like that's just my that's my mo Celeste that leads into the the motivational moment can we go okay go ahead yes (laughs) so now it is time for Maya's motivational moment people are always going to assume based on what they see So never let their opinions cause disability. So I use the word disability because disability is a condition that limits a person's movement, senses, or activities. And Celeste, I feel like that's exactly what we were talking about is because we allow other people's opinions to then limit what we do, what we share. Um, And so even though, you know, we talk about, we shouldn't worry about what other people say and things like that. You know, we kind of do. So for me personally, for me, myself personally, I feel as though, sight y'all. <laughs> no, but for me, um, I'm in so many different arenas that it causes me to question a lot about what I share. So for example, right? Like I'm a college professor. I'm a teacher to high schoolers but I'm also a brand ambassador for Savage Fenty, right? So I'm like, okay, 
um, how do I balance all of those things, right? We have this podcast um, for women and, you know, building positivity, which goes along with, you know, my whole Curvy Coalition and body positivity and things like that. Um, Then I also do graphic design. And so it's just like, there's so many different parts of me, but I can only share limited parts and limited spaces. So in my, as a college professor, I'm not like, oh yeah, y'all, and I'm a, a Savage Fenty ambassador, no, <laughs> right? Even though that's an accomplishment, like I feel like, you know, a lot of women like try to um, become ambassadors for different um, apparel lines and things like that. But I would never share that with my students, but I do share that I have the podcast. And so recently, um, I actually, I'm probably going to launch it today. I finally did a website for my graphic design. So I also have to give a shout out to Celeste because I think when I started working on things for her is what she said, oh, y'all, she crying for fake. <laughs> she was like, Maya, why don't you put yourself out there? And I was like, I just don't think that like my stuff is good enough. She was like, but it is like, do you see what you've done? Like the stuff for me. So I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a try. And like, I started getting customers out the wazoo. And so recently, mm-hmm. like my Instagram page is more focused on like the, the um, beauty influencer and ambassador, but I'm like, people um, want to see my work. So I have it in my highlights, but I'm like, I need to do more. So I recently put together a flyer, like, all right, people don't know that I do this because I don't share it, but it's word of mouth is where I get most of my clients. But let me at least make a flyer so people can do it. And I got a couple customers from there. So I'm like, but I also know how Maybe. to do websites. Why am I not doing that? Like, you know, let me think more into myself. <laughs> it's like, see, and, and to me, it's like a gift and a curse, right? Because it's like we and all, all three of us have so many, there's so many levels to us. And that's amazing. I love being around other like-minded people who are multifaceted. Like, like you said, like I have my health coaching thing. I'm also a federal employee. I'm a mom, a wife. I, you know, have my health and wellness business as well. So it's like, and then we have a podcast. So we have, we wear all of these hats, but we, I know, uh, like you said, kind of my, my, uh, like on my social media, you wouldn't even know I wear all of those hats. Right. Because I, I only show certain ones. And that's another thing I wanted to talk about is that on social media, we only show what we want people to see. So if you want to be flashy and braggy, that's the side that you're going to show. But if you want to be humble and, you know, only show flashy and braggy or is it just posting your life? No, some some people be flashy and braggy and ain't their real life. (laughs) Yeah, for some people... For some people, I would say, yes, it is. If, if it's their life, that's cool because on my business page, I follow a lot of people who they have their Christian Dior's bags and this and that. And that's, but that's literally their, their life, their millionaires. So I don't perceive that as flashy necessarily because you, when you got it, you, that's different. But sis, not all of us are living that life. So you, <laughs> When you doing the utmost to me, that's like that's that's borderline flashiness and um, you know, kind of break it, break a braggadocious. I, I think I think though, Celeste, when we can see more so the reality, right? So I think some people let us into their lives a little more than they, I guess, uh, realize. And so it's like, but you were just last week. You said and you were just here and you were. But now you're showing this and that, right? Like now you're, you're, you're showing a lot and we're still making assumptions, right? We don't know the ins and the outs, but you can kind of tell who like faking the funk and who like really like living up to what they showing you. Right. And then so I guess doing more than what they showing you, like you said. Yeah. So, and it's cool to, you know, put out a little, you know, boost yourself up a little bit more because sometimes like I know when I was starting my business I had to make it appear as though I have all these clients and I have a good you know you have to give appearances so that people find credibility in you so I I totally understand and respect that but I don't think but there's a there's a line is what I'm saying so I don't know what the solution is y'all I the only thing I can come up with without which I am not practicing the only solution is to just be yourself and it's okay if people don't 
love everything about you. I love everything that you've accomplished, but that's your reality. Like that's your life. Now I don't practice that and I probably won't, but because <laughs> I'm just, the, yeah, I'm just the have more than you show and do whatever the saying is. I'm, <laughs> that's just who I am. Like that's literally my life every day. Um, almost to a fault. So, and I think we also have to remember that people can only judge or speak from, and they're wearing a lens of their experiences. So we don't need their validation as long as we validate ourselves. So if we know it's our life, if we want to post it, if we're happy about it, do you boo boo? It's that, your life. You're that, the only validation that you need. Um, yeah. I, I think that hit the nail on the head, Jess. Um, just, just the validation piece pieces. Um, and just going back to the whole Savage Fenty thing, I think that my whole thing was when I post, what will then, what will people then think of me? So I try to post as tasteful as I can, but also showing off the product. Like they asked me to be an ambassador to show off the product. So that's what I have to do. Yeah. But I also have to be mindful that my page is public. Anybody can see it. And so what will that then make them think of me? And they can think anything that they want, right? They can, oh, she this, she that. But at the end of the day, I know why I'm doing it. I'm the brand ambassador. They sent me these clothes. I'm modeling these clothes. That's just what it is, you know, modeling. So I think once we take that, like, whatever, people are always going to form an opinion, no matter what. <laughs> so once you take that out the equation, you're more free to be who you are and be confident in it. So you yeah. just reminded me when you said that, that, all of us are one relationship away from being a millionaire. So you never know who could be watching your page who might need that Savage Fenty. I know you said that you wouldn't show that to your college kids or whatever have you, but you never know who's potentially looking into a career as a brand ambassador who thinks that, oh, maybe I shouldn't do it because people would judge me. Yeah. So you mm -hmm. just never know. Yeah. You just yeah. never know. Exactly. And there's another Christian... Um, another Christian girl who I follow on Instagram who does something very similar. And I'm always like, sis, what do you think about this picture? What do you think? She's like, girl, if you don't go on, like, you know, your reasons, you know, your intention, like, you know, everything behind it, you're good. Like keep moving forward. And she's gotten so much um, following the things like I'm watching her grow. And so she's also inspiring me like, girl, go on, do your thing. <laughs> yeah, you just also you. reminded me of how I post my dance videos and Celeste always be like what just post now on the close friends <laughs> that'd be like it must be something scandalous if it's got the green circle around but you it. know what Jess so I did I did think that you probably posted to your close friends because you do do your real estate stuff on the page too and don't want people to see it that was my assumption so here's the thing, and it kind of ties into all of this. That's why I did it initially, because I do have a public page and I do real estate as well. And a lot of my coworkers and other agents follow me. Now, when I made my close friends, it was basically anybody who was following me prior to the moment when I decided to switch over. So it does have some agents in there who are in my close friends. And then I had to start weeding them out because some people would be in my DMs. Like, what, what type of lead generation is this? Uh-uh, are you serious? Uh-uh. <laughs> yes, but the only reason that I post my videos is to show my progress. Because like two years ago, when I first started taking the class, I didn't, I was not as graceful as I am now. Like, it's a much, it's a drastic difference. And like, now I, I post it every week for my progress. <laughs> It makes me feel like, shoot, I need to get back into the class because I was doing the class and once COVID hit, you know, I stopped. But when you um, post, I'm like, dang, I really need to get back into class because I need to work out. And, you know, that looks fun. So, yeah. And there are so many women who watch my videos and they're like, this looks like so much fun. I really need a fun way to exercise. I want to come to class. Like her classes are crowded now. She had to split her Baltimore classes into two. So she has a seven o'clock and an eight o'clock because of the oh, amount of people wow. who are showing up to her classes. All right, y'all, we said a lot today, um, but the bulk of it all was that, you know, you don't have to minimize who you are or what you're doing because of fear of what other people are going to say, um, because you never know who you are inspiring and who is watching you. Of course, people are going to say something negative, but you can't stop people from saying something negative. Like it is what it is, but just continue to walk in your lane and do your thing and 
you you can show what you want people to see and if you choose for people not to see it that's up to you but don't not choose it because of fear of other people's opinion choose it because it's your personal choice all right so now it is time for ask pnp if you would like to ask us a question to be featured on the podcast, you can send us an email to pretty, the letter N, purpose, at gmail.com. You can slide in our DMs on Instagram at pretty, underscore, the letter N, underscore, purpose, duh. On Facebook, we are Pretty and Purpose Podcast. And if you want any Pretty and Purpose apparel, feel free to send us an email. All right. So, I know last week we talked about... Um, Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving plans. Um, but now even more, they're talking about, you know, shutting shutting us down and that family gatherings are one of the things that we shouldn't do because of this whole COVID. Like, how are you all feeling and dealing with this that's happening and unfolding now? With the new regulations, is that the yeah, question? Yeah, uh-huh. Just like us kind of going back to where we were. I haven't, my life ain't really, I haven't really undone the quarantine. <laughs> so I've been, I'm still in quarantine since March. You oh. know, I, I, I guess I take Ronan to the grocery store now and I might take him out to the stores with me. Yeah. And we, you know, we did go to the zoo over the weekend, but we wore our masks the whole time. But we have been going out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. but not back to our normal lifestyle so for me personally I'm just like okay well we just go back in it's cold outside anyway so not I, I'm just back in quarantine and plus you get tested every so often like I do yeah so I feel a little bit probably a little bit more comfortable than average yeah. because I know I'm negative so like I told you I'm gonna get a shirt that say I was tested and I'm negative like <laughs> <laughs> like don't don't worry about me like I've got this I'm good but yeah I'm I'm just like it I can't wait till it's over I can't wait until we can put all of this behind us and go back to what we love you know being around people like we're humans and humans need human contact yes. um vacation. Oh. Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> definitely vacation because I'm still working on that now I mean the number's going back up but um I do want to take a vacation still. It's just like, uh, yeah. you know, I'm kind of afraid to plan for one for next year, not knowing where we'll be. So, I'd say for me, I mean, this go round, I feel like I know how to adapt. Like back then, it was it was terrible. I was in the house. It was like a shock. Friend, yeah. I'm like, no, what is going on? But this go round, I'm like, okay. This is what I need to do to protect myself, to make sure that I don't get it. Like I said, I went to Florida. The airports are not crowded because there are a lot of people who are afraid to fly. Southwest doesn't do middle seats. So it's only two people in a row. Make sure you wear a face shield if you do decide to um, travel in addition to your face mask, bring your wipes. Like as long as you're a clean person, like- Can you breathe on the plane? I feel like I would probably be hyperventilating with a shield and a mask (laughs) on the airplane. (laughs) Girl, you will be okay. (laughs) You can breathe. Just don't wear those masks, the the cloth ones. Don't wear those. Yeah, no, no, Wear the surgical or the N95 and you'll be able to breathe. That's all I wear now, honey. Cause I'm like, it ain't even about being cute out here with no mask on. I'm just trying to breathe when I'm in the stores. Yes. (laughs) Wear your N95, bring your hand sanitizer, your wipes. Like you will be okay. So that's the, I think you had a good point, Jess. I was just telling my mom this the other day that you know, the first, in the very beginning, we had no bound, like no parameters, no criteria set. We had no idea what was going on. So it was just like a shock to the system. It was a shock to all of us. But now what I think is, is, is at least we're in a better place is that we now have parameters and criteria. So we know, okay, when the cases hit this number, this is what we need to put into place. This Mm -hmm. is what works, or this is what has at least brought the numbers back down. So I think that this going into this winter season, I think that we're much more prepared. I think, you know, we now understand our technologies available to us. We have Zoom. We know how to be a little bit more creative. I think back in March, it was like, oh, like, oh, (laughs) exactly. Like what, like what is going on? We now know how to work from home. 
Um, some of us are more productive than others because Ronan decreases my productivity. But, <laughs> um, you know, we know how to engage virtually now. So I think we're, I think, um, although it's not fun and it's not something I'm interested in going back into quarantine, but at least we know how to quarantine. Yeah. Maya, what about you? I mean, I'm just like, I think my concern is um, the grocery store and then them coming like, like nothing being available. Like there are no more waters, toilet paper, things like that. Because I think now people know like we're about to shut down again. We need to stock up again, you know, because last time I don't think the stores were prepared clearly. Um, but even though now they are prepared, people are still going to overstock their homes. I think that that's kind of like my concern, just running out of stuff. And see, I don't think it's going to be that bad in terms of like the stores and stuff like that, because now they know what to expect. It's like, okay, the last time they announced this, kind of like a snowstorm. Yeah, it might be bare one day, but they know, hey, we need to increase, if we can, increase the supply of X, Y, and Z, because these are the items that people are going to go for. Yeah. And I don't think the stores are going to be as crowded. Like it was crazy back in March. Every time I went to the store, it was like, pick up any food that you can find, regardless of whether you eat it or not, because you're going to need it. Just pick it up. <laughs> so I had peas and stuff. Like I don't even eat that stuff. So now all the canned food drives, here you go, everything that I picked up that I don't eat because they said I was going to be hungry. I think we just try to stock up on toilet paper. Like my mom or my uncle, anybody like they like, oh, this store got toilet paper. Who needs some? Are right, we gonna split them up between y'all? Like it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy back then. We are in a more prepared space now, even though mentally it's like we don't want to do it, but I think that we kind of know what we need to do. So just checking in to see how you all were feeling. Um, P and P Posse, if you have some feedback, feel free once we when we post our little snippets. Feel free to comment under it, or if you have questions or comments, just DM us. We love to hear from or if you. Got, or if you got the toilet paper hookup. What a light soul. All right, y'all. Well, that is all that we have for today. Until next time. Thanks, PMP Posse.